Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hi, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Suki Singh. I'm an area sales manager with Practice Plan. Uh, I'm joined today by Rachel Dilley from the Town Hall Group. Um, Lovely to see you, Rachel. Thank you, Suki. Lovely to see you again. Um, So would you mind just um, giving us a brief overview of your role? I know that um, it's changed just very recently. So maybe if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and how and why did you get into the dentistry and the position that you're holding currently with the Town Hall Group? Yes, certainly. So I'm recently been promoted and I'm now Chief Operating Officer of Town Hall Group, which consists of um, our private practice, Town Hall Dental, and an NHS practice. Um, and then we have other businesses um, throughout the group in dentistry and our Town Hall Foundation, which is our charity. Um, I started dental nursing purely by accident wanted to be a paediatric nurse and I went to the dentist one day when I was uh, 18 and came out with a job. Uh, So I started dental nursing on my 18th birthday and immediately I loved it. Um, I've always been really career driven so um, I've always been moving the goalposts and um, obviously today I'm in the position that I'm in. Never expected to be here but I absolutely love what I do and I've still never lost the passion or the drive or the vision um, for dentistry, providing the best patient care and providing a really nice environment for a team to work, creating that family atmosphere. That's fantastic, Rachel. You must have seen quite um, quite a few changes, I guess, in dentistry over over the time that you've been working within um, within the industry. Yeah, definitely. I started, uh, as I say, back in day when I was 18 and dental nurse had their own desk. Um, They was never stood by the dentist. Uh, And obviously, you know, dentistry, NHS has changed and, you know, private dentistry has gained momentum. Um, Obviously, you know, we're working in COVID times now. Last year was a challenge to um, sort of every healthcare industry. Um, but I'm pleased to say, you know, as a team, we've continued to grow um, both our NHS, our charity work and um, and Town Hall Dental. I know that um, from, from speaking to you over the years and meeting with you as well in, in terms of in terms of team and how important that is, you feel for um, a successful dental practice. Back in back in 2019, I believe you won a, an award for the National Dental Awards um, for most invaluable team member uh, what was that like what do you think makes an invaluable team member um obviously it's a privilege when um, when you receive any award and i was really privileged to be recognized um in the dental industry which i love so much i think um some of my qualities that i have is that um i have got um strong leadership vision i've got strong community ethos i'm an avid supporter of corporate social responsibility um, and I think how I've grown my own career and I'm always investing in the team and the team's career, which may have set myself apart to, you know, to other people. But I think in the national industry, in dentistry, anyone that gets nominated for award um, is really becoming a shining light within um, our industry that we love so much. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. And I know that um, every time that I, I come and visit you in the practice, which um, has been a little while now and it's long over, long overdue, um, you, you can see how that just is, it, that those those words just resonate throughout the practice with the team that you work with and the delivery of, of the care that you give to your patients. So it's it's always lovely. It's always lovely to see that, Rachel. Um, in terms in terms of some of the things that you've been doing more recently with um, with the dental, sorry, with the Town Hall Foundation, um, can you tell us a little bit more about that, maybe when and why it was set up and then the aims of the foundation? Yes, we've always had um, Imran, um, our CEO, Chief Operating Officer, and, and uh, our um, um, ethos has always been to um, to give back to others. Um, and when we set up Town Hall Dental, we wanted to make it as successful as it could be so that we could give back to our community. Um, and through my years in, in dentistry, there has been a big need for people to access dental care. Um, even more so now through COVID. Um, and when Imran and I wanted to give back, it was only fitting that we, we chose, you know, our own Town Hall Foundation. Um, there's two parts to it. One incorporates oral health education in schools and nurseries and adults with learning disabilities. And the other incorporates providing um, really strong um, dental care to those that um, you know are homeless, ex-homeless, have been through abusive relationships, um, and anybody really that can access dental care that we can make a difference to. Sounds sounds um, sounds inspirational and absolutely amazing, Rachel. And um, you know, one one of the things I just wanted to just just ask you, following on from that, is some of the work that you do with with the homeless people in in the community. Um, you know what what specifically sort of um, how do you help them? Um, we um, I met um, Louise Reed, who's founder from Focus for Hope, about three years ago. Who manages um, back back there? It was a small community group. Since then, um, you know, Louise has managed to uh, get Focus for Hope to be a registered charity. Like Town Hall Foundation is now a registered charity, which takes a lot of work. Um, but we noticed that um, on the streets is that there is a significant need for people um, to need a dentist. And, uh, you know, we went along one day and the rest is history, really. We set up a pop-up dental clinic um, and noticed that people had, um, you know, were bordering on sepsis because they hadn't been able to um, access a dentist. And it was from there that we've just really grown and the passion has grown. And there is so many people in the community that need to find um, um, dental care. You know, I have a strong relationship with um, those that have um, adults with learning disabilities as well. So we try to make the visit to the dentist fun and we'll do fun days at the dentistry and all at the practice and all the education is around learning dentistry. But it's more that associating fun with the dentist so that when they do come to need a dental checkup or a dental emergency, they're not frightened of coming to the dentist. They think, oh, actually, you know, I'm all right going to town or dental. I get a balloon and they're not thinking about sitting in the dentist chair. So it's about how we can accommodate um, both children and, um, and adults that have um, a learning disability. Yeah. And um, I mean, just 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 touching upon there with um, with the fact that obviously this, is, this includes children as well. Um, how, how important has teaching dental hygiene been when it comes to comes to children, especially on the back of 
of lockdown where children haven't been able to go to the dentist nowhere near as much? Um, at the moment, I'm just working um, on a new project because we used to be able to go into schools um, and oral health, health educators going to schools and dentists as well, which obviously with COVID we haven't been. So we're just going to be launching our own video um, we're just in the process of making that at the moment so that um, teachers can actually um, teach things online. They can show our video and show the children online and how they can be looking after the teeth and make it a bit fun as well um, for different age groups. So relate science to, to, um, to dentistry as well. So those are the few things that I've got in the pipeline at the moment. Just thinking out of that box, how we can still, as a foundation, um, reach you know reach children and educate children within the dental practice. Um, during COVID, we um, you know we had um, a children's activity pack online um, that went out in um, all the food parcels and the um, local children that you know that we support with food parcels as well. Um, we also um, kept up to date with all our community groups to make sure that the vulnerable um, you know had toothpaste and uh, and toothbrush and access to just um, things that we take for granted really yeah absolutely um did you feel there's there's more to be done around this issue around the issue of homelessness and um you know is it a specific problem do you feel in in the area in the community that um, that the practice is located um, and in terms of numbers, you know, how many how many people do you do you see on a regular basis now? Um, I think now it's more a national need. Um, it isn't just people that are homeless. It isn't just people that are it's homeless. It's you know, it's the general public that haven't had or been to a dentist for a long time that um, are, are finding it hard to access a dentist. To access an NHS dentist, you're going to be extremely fortunate and there is a lot of need you know my practice my NHS practice and the private practice we're currently working with 111 seeing an extra 60 unregistered patients and then through the foundation um, I mean last year we saw a, over a thousand unregistered patients and provided emergency dental care to them um, and that's quite a phenomenal number um, and we've done that through no funding at all, just through um, you know what what um, what Town Hall Dental gives back to the community. Um, but I think you know going forward, it's going to be harder and harder and harder for people to access dental care, which is where the foundation will you know will continue to grow. Um, and the need the need is there. Yeah, I mean, I guess part of the foundation as well is is working with other organisations within the within the community. Um, you know what what which organizations do you work with and assist and and you know maybe if you could just tell us some of the reasons behind those yeah so i mean the first one that we're working with at the moment is nhs 1112 we've been working with them um, and the nhs for over since covid um, began because we wanted to try and do our little bit to help the the strain um of obviously the dental care lines and we've continued to do that throughout um and then I've got local community groups, so um, Focus for Hope refers into me, um, St Augustine's, which is um, an asylum and refugee centre, um, the local um, hospice, end of life care, um, we have Skill Shop, which is um, adults with learning disabilities, um, and then we have children that have profound disabilities as well that roll refer to us and then we work with ex-homeless charities locally um happy days 
um, and called the Dell Smart Move. So we do have a variety of people that we work with and I'm currently working with um, more um, areas in Leeds now um, that are referring into us. We still work nationally with uh, the international charity Care for Calais. Um, so we've got lots and lots of people um, and community groups that we're working with um, at the moment and I'm continuing to um, you know, um, take more groups on that, that can um, look at, at joining us through the foundation. I just recently had um, a young lady that's um, um, got a heart problem and needs to maintain a, you know, good oral health. Um, you know, I've got other people that, um, you know, unfortunately have um, uh, terminal illnesses that, um, you know, can't access dental care. So it's just about providing that um, dental care and, and what we can do right through. Yeah, absolutely. Again and again, just it's just amazing to hear all of the things that um, that the group is doing and, and, and the organisations that you you're working closely with. So, um, I mean, as, as as part of that, I suppose as well. Do you feel now that the founder, you know, is it as integral to the business as the treatments that you provide to your patients in terms of what the foundation uh, is doing? Yeah, I mean, Town Hall Dental and Town Hall Foundation, um, you know, they sort of go hand in glove. Um, Town Hall Foundation was formed first and, um, you know, we wanted to be as successful as we can. And then once we did that, then I was in a place to, um, you know, found Town Hall Foundation, um, with, you know, with our CEO Imran. And it's just great. We're just going from strength to strength, you know, to be to become a registered charity is, you know, fantastic. Um, it opens lots more windows and doors for us. Um, I'm currently just setting up the, um, the the senior management team and the board of trustees for the foundation um, and, uh, and and fundraising for our, um, our next projects, which we'll probably pu publicise in the next couple of months. That sounds again just just fantastic, Rachel. And um, I mean, that's 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 great. It's been lovely to lovely to chat to you today, and uh, thank you for joining me on today's on today's podcast. And I'm really looking forward to um, to being able to come into the practice sometime soon to to catch up with you face to face. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me as always, and I look forward to seeing you soon.